This year's been fucking wild, man. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Let's Rewatch, the show where we watch movies that we love in our youth and find out if they're still any good. I'm Brett. I'm Sam. I'm Ash. And I'm Pat. But, but Holiday Pat. Holiday, holiday hat. hat. He's got a little holiday hat on. Holiday hat. <laughs> I mean, hat you, you can't tell probably because again, I'm in the basement, but like, I just want you to know instead of my usual palette of black or gray monochrome v neck t shirts, this one's green. It's like a dark it forest. Looks green. Black it really is. Yeah, <laughs> it, sh- it looks black. Mm-hmm. But I know it's green. So it, I have Christmas in my heart. And that's what's important. I have Christmas in my stomach because I just came from my work's holiday party. And so I've been drinking since one today. (laughs) That's excellent. (laughs) Yes. That's Pat approved. Yes, I know. (laughs) I feel bad. I shame you sometimes. (laughs) And I feel bad about it. No. (laughs) Oh my God, there's a Christmas ghost in the room. Oh. A ghost? Ghost. I'm I'm Clark Griswold. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> who's that because i've been outside all day putting up christmas lights and it's oh, 75 wow. Did degrees you fall outside the- <laughs> pretty close and i'm in a mood for not watching christmas movies tonight oh excellent because oh, we're definitely not, not doing that <laughs> yep uh <laughs> well welcome rick ives again this is your second appearance on the podcast. I am just making connections right here, right now. Wait, did you not realize no, thank it's you. Rick? I've no. been here before, and we had to trick Sam into not, forgetting not the first time so that I could be invited. <laughs> not, not that, Rick. I, I, Whatever I said, I'm so I remember, sorry. I remember you, but I didn't make the connection between you and the movie that we're watching today. Until Ash pointed it out. So (laughs) we are watching uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. um, And Merry Christmas, y'all. Merry Christmas, you (laughs) motherfuckers. Um, (laughs) Merry Chrysler. (laughs) Um, You want to tell us why this is a special movie near and dear to your heart, Rick? So you guys were suggesting a uh, stop motion animation for for your Christmas episode, and I told Ash, "Hey, you know what's weird? I'm related to Burl Ives. <laughs> Did you guys know who that was <laughs> yeah. before you looked it up? Yeah. Oh, okay." Just I didn't. Uh, I'm so sorry. I did because uh, my wife starts playing Christmas music through the house on a daily basis uh, after Halloween. Fair. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, wow. I've seen Burl Ives pop up many a time on the different right. playlists. I try he to be a very distinct yeah. kind of folky voice throughout the time period. But you know, less and less people know that name. I mean, mm. I'm a stop motion mm-hmm. nerd, so like this is all the audience. all the n- what? Yeah. You what? are uh-huh. <laughs> what? Uh, like surprise, all, surprise. all the stop mo people love Burl Ives. Like it's just it's like a requirement. So it gets crazier. Tell me. Uh, oh? my middle my middle name is <gasps> Burl. Okay, so wait, what's the relation? Shut it. My full my full name is Richard Burl Ives Junior because I'm a junior. Junior. Um, And whenever people of a certain generation would hear my middle name, they would say, "What? (laughs) 
Like Burl Ives. <laughs> and I said, yeah, like, I yes. guess you know who that is. Whenever anyone hears my full name from our generation or below, they'd say, that's the weirdest middle name I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> what, like so you're Burly? Kinda, like you're trying to prove something? A, it's like a family legend that we're related to Burl Ives. We all share that. But I've never actually seen it for myself. So for you guys, yesterday, I pulled up one of these family search websites and did Actually, I called my parents. To Wait, help me so with you this. didn't know that you actually were. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you right now how related. I'm related. Okay. Okay. <laughs> this is juicy stuff. Thanks for saving Drum it. Drum roll, okay. please. My eighth cousin twice removed. Whoa. That oh. sounds complicated. I don't know what that means. <laughs> well, it's just like the. Those, uh, Your eighth? The, it's like generations, right? Because it's like. Your what cousin's kid. Cousin it's mean? less. Wait, let's dissect. I feel like eighth cousin <laughs> is like uh, fewer connections than Kevin Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> that would be. I'm not so sure. We only need helpful. six for Kevin Bacon. All right, I could tell you our common ancestor is um, from 1620. Ooh. Oh wow! So it's a further relationship than I ever thought. But there you go. Okay. So like. Did anyone in your like immediate family tree know Burl Ives, or is it just like, hey? Not that I know of. Yeah, not yeah. that I know. They've of. Been, still awesome. They've been they've been coasting on. Uh, our last name is Ives too. Yeah, I was gonna say that like, was a long time. Though <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, to, for your so your dad was named middle name is Burl too. Yeah, that's right. Oh, sick. So, like, your grandparents were, like, really going for that. And they're like, yeah, no, we're going to cling on to this. Yes, they're like, the famous one? Let's keep using that name. I used to always (laughs) tell people, oh, Burl is a family name. That's why, you know, we just keep it in the family. Yeah, I mean, you're not not wrong. (laughs) (laughs) There's another connection uh, to this movie that you guys don't know, which is, uh, if you remember, I work on the Marvel stuff. Yes. 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 And I worked on the Guardians Christmas special, which is out right now on Disney Plus. That was excellent. Oh that was excellent. Wait, where can I that? see it? Disney Plus. No, only one place. Oh, I just, I, I just, I don't have um, the to opening watch song <laughs> makes reference to this movie that we're watching tonight. Oh, oh. that's awesome. Full circle. In one line. Did you, wow. maybe you'll have to go listen to it again to try to catch which well, one. Well, I know this. It's one of my, it, yeah, it's, you it's have Fairy it? Tale in New York by the Pogues. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. Oh, of the, this movie. The original, the original song in the Guardians of the Galaxy. It's the opening credit sequence. Oh. oh. The aliens are singing it. It's actually the old 97s. Oh, the, oh, the original, like the alien band in the, yes, in the show. That song was written that for song. this show. And uh, they make reference yeah. to the Rudolph movie that we're about to watch tonight. So there you go. Oh, uh, I'm gonna wow. go back and watch that. I remember liking that song. Like it was good. just um, for you. I, I heard just that a... song. That song that's in the Guardians <laughs> Christmas special a year ago, and was so excited to make this a Christmas classic music. Awesome song. <laughs> it's on all my playlists now, and every time it comes up in the car, it's, my it's wife, on Spotify. Yeah, and it's on uh, Apple Music. And every time it comes up in the car, my wife's like, "Wait, what?" Is this that song again? <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. Rick, I think for your like IMDb like biography, you should be like the great, 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 like the eighth cousin twice removed. Eighth cousin twice removed of Burlives. <laughs> I mean, yeah, do that. Just ride those coattails, man. That's, That's right. Ride them. I'm voting for more nepotism in Hollywood. <laughs> Give me a- <laughs> That's incredible. I mean, 
I don't think it counts as nepotism if you could legally marry the person. You're that far removed. You could legally marry them. You can't arrest a husband and wife for the same crime. He's, he's actually passed away many years ago. I don't think you can marry someone who's dead. <laughs> well, now, so you can't. Okay. Well. But can okay, you? Okay. Lawyered. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also already married. So that may prove difficult. Mm, that's true. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really curious There's to hear There's some weird energy tonight I'm really curious to hear if Ash has seen this movie Because every time I listen to this podcast It cracks me up that Ash seems to have never Seen any of these that you <laughs> You're supposed watch. to be my friend You're not supposed to gang up on me Are you getting defensive because it's true Ash You've never seen this I believe I have seen okay. this one Okay. Yes I do think you know Like this was one of the ones that was like on TV all the time. This is probably the we most kids, popular right? of the stop motion. Yeah, Christmas that, that is a fact. This is the longest running, most successful Christmas special ever. <laughs> Ooh, is and it's this like, the it, one that Elf is referencing? Yes. Or are, is Elf okay? Yes. Cool. I then mean, it's yes. been. And that's the thing is, I was going to say is, if even if you haven't seen it and you go watch it for the first time. You're just going to keep going, oh, oh, oh. Yeah, it's, exactly. It's, so many things have referenced it, or you've seen like parodies of right. characters or moments in this and other things. And mm-hmm. from the visual style to, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, this is a 1964 TV special, which I wow. think this might be our first non theatrical movie. Mm. Well, there goes the money game. I know. I, I there thought was about no, that today. There was no. There's gonna be no money game. <laughs> yeah, I could probably still box office. You couldn't find the Nielsen ratings. <laughs> I maybe could. Nielsen rating game. I don't know. Yeah. Um they'd be off the charts because everything in the 1960s. Had I was huge just gonna numbers. say, like, part of me. It's cool that we have everything at our fingertips, but there is part of me that that like wide-reaching communalness of when it's like you knew millions of other people because that's the only thing that's on so like so many other people right in this moment are watching the same thing you're well, yeah. watching it's the same way i don't really listen to radio anymore but like a song that you like on the radio hits different than putting it on like spotify or something because it's like and i personally think it's because there's a subconscious of like you're connected because you know there's a bunch of other people listening to this or watching this at the same time right mm, interesting yeah. Yeah, you got to remember this back then there was crunchy corner. There was three channels back then, <laughs> so you didn't have a lot of options. Yeah, this and is you're a- right. Everyone would go to school the next day, and they'd all seen it. It's a time when mm. TV ended. Like the TV just was over at the at a time in the day, and you had to stop watching. Right. God, I do remember that. Mm-hmm. I remember waking up before preschool. Before TV had started, and there were like the color blocks. Yeah, it was like static, like static screen yeah. or something. Like, I don't remember. You are that. not this old enough to broadcast day. You are not old enough to remember that. There's no way. <laughs> There's no way. Uh, well, okay, so here's why: because I lived in a very rural area, so I did not have cable. Oh, I, so it was only broadcast oh, okay. locally. Yeah, and um, gotcha. okay. satellite is what I believe we had. Uh, yeah, so I totally do remember the bars, and I had to get up very wow. early <laughs> to go to preschool. Fun side fact, I was just listening to a podcast um, 
smart list that was interviewing Sigourney Weaver. And did you know Sigourney Weaver's dad worked in television and basically invented the concept of morning shows? Wow. And like, so that Hmm. way, like, the idea was like, people would watch and also the like, late shows like the Tonight Show and stuff. Like he's kind of the godfather of the Tonight Show. And, like, the idea was, like, well, people turned their TV off while they were watching The Tonight Show, you know, after The Tonight Show. So if they turn it on in the morning, it's going to be the same channel. So if we have something there, we'll capture their attention. Hmm. Isn't that Interesting. wild? And oh. and just dark and sleazy. <laughs> <laughs> that was the moment. We can pinpoint the moment in humanity's spiral. <laughs> Of in, downfall. So DiGiorno Weaver brought us uh, Jimmy Fallon. Yes, in a <laughs> no worse way. than that. Morning it shows. Is, yeah, <laughs> Fox and Friends. I mean, uh, a truly depressing uh, percentage of our daily lives. The reason they are the way they are is because at some point someone was like, "I can make money if it's this way." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> capitalism. Yes, Huzzah. definitely, definitely not at the heart of Christmas or this movie whatsoever. <laughs> At all. No relation. <laughs> Ooh, capitalism. Anyway, movies. Rudolph! Just like Rick, it's like eighth generations removed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Rudolph definitely did not start as a uh, as a commercial marketing, marketing campaign yeah, it was marketing. for Montgomery Ward. No, not at all. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah, it Wait, what was I recognize that name? What is Mark? Mont- department Mont- store. It was a department store. Oh. Yeah, it's like a J.C. Penney's or like a Sears. Yep. They were in Chicago, oh. so I remember they they still existed for a they, bit yeah. when I was a kid. But they mostly sold wow. like appliances or something. I think. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, that's. I'm, I'm gonna pull up an what image. started uh, Rudolph, and it was developed by where is it? Uh, Robert May. So he wrote the original Rudolph story in 1948 for a Montgomery Ward coloring book <laughs> to, oh. to give to kids to sell department store stuff. Wow. Uh-huh. And then this is kind of a... So they're just like coloring in what they want for Christmas? <laughs> is that what's I, happening? I don't know what the coloring book looked like, <laughs> but... Uh, it was in black and white. Well, obviously. Um... Wow. But wow. Except for his nose was probably the pre-colored red. <laughs> mhm. Maybe. I don't know, but it was a whole story written by Robert May and then the w- weird thing is that uh his brother-in-law, Johnny Marks, knew the story and just decided to make a song. And then after being turned down by all of the big people like Bing Crosby, he uh, got it in front of Gene Autry, of all people, the singing cowboy, and it became his biggest hit. And that's why we know it today. So, and that's why every it. big artist goes to a Christmas album at some point yeah. in their career. <laughs> <laughs> I love uh, Johnny Marks. I love that name, Johnny yeah. Marks. Yeah. That's such a great new. It, it has that vibe. New hot single from Johnny Marks. Hey, it's me, Johnny yeah. Marks. Let me write you a song. Hey, Johnny Marks <laughs> over here. Look at John. It's also like an insult. Rudolph like, the Red Nosed Ranger. So- he had a very shiny nose. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever saw him, you say it close. Someone's like, it's, I, I'm imagining a bunch of. 
I'm imagining a bunch of wise guys in class together in a school class, and one of them's being really diligent and like highlighting a bunch of notes. They're like, "Hey, look at Johnny Mox over here paying attention <laughs> with his highlighter." All these other jag off reindeers would just call them names. I love the breath. <laughs> Yours is turning into Christopher Walken so fast. <laughs> and I love but, it. But yes, Rick, to the point, like the Christmas, I mean, if I was a, a singer or band personality, I would try to do that because <clears throat> that's just like, if you can get, if you can snag one, if you can put some twist on a song and then it gets tossed into like those regular playlists. You're making mm-hmm. money every year. Mariah mm-hmm. Carey. I'm sure that's what, that's what pays for all of her shit is just the fucking oh for sure all i want for christmas song she makes it's something in the neighborhood of like three hundred to five hundred thousand dollars a year off that oh that's mm-hmm. not wow. as much without, as i would have without thought. doing anything yeah. i'm surprised it's that low yeah, yeah. me too Puzzle. that was the last time i was curious about it and looked it up which i'm pretty sure was like five years ago but so. i mean Amazing. think about it she makes that you know from it, it playing for like two months that's pretty yeah. good that's amazing that's amazing anyway so <laughs> Our Rudolph movie was uh, directed by Larry Romer, who um, was kind of a Rankin and Bass um, guy. He did Return to Oz, the animated movie, but he also weirdly directed something called the Igor Cassini talk show, which was kind of like the first celebrity talk show. Kind of wild. Um and it's written by Romeo Muller, uh, who also wrote The Hobbit, which, fun fact, was also a Rankin and Bass movie, which I did not know. It was their huh. first. That's the animated Hobbit movie. The, the animated, animated Hobbit, Hobbit. sorry. The an- um, like, actually, J.R.R. Tolkin, uh, excuse me, wrote The Hobbit. <laughs> okay, excuse me. <laughs> like 1989 or something like Interneted. that. Interneted. 87. Yes. He wrote the novel, J.R.R. Tolkien, Romeo Muller. Muller? God, why can't I say that? That movie scarred Romeo me. Romeo Muller. Yeah. I've never seen it. It. I just, I had the VHS and I just was like, no, this is not for me. You should watch it. It's got mm, some creepy visuals, I think though. you should watch it. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting. I probably would. I remember watching I that one I probably would like it. But I have. Put that one on the list. Yeah. Is that I the should. one with the, like, the really trippy, the trippy, drippy animation? Probably. Yeah. yeah. It it's like kind of similar to like Last Unicorn, unicorn oh, style. Oh, got yeah. it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Do you um, like the last unicorn? I Sam? loved, I fucking loved the last unicorn. That then one you also scarred me. Yeah, you would, you would yeah. enjoy the Hobbit movie then. Okay. I think. Yeah. Last unicorn also upset me at times. That's fair. Well, yes, it's an upsetting story. Um, yeah. So uh, we have Billy Mae Richards as Rudolph. Uh, they are a Canadian voice actor. And really just stuck to, like, animation. Uh, but most notably, they also were the raccoon from Care Bears. So, oh, yeah. There was a raccoon in Care wait, Bears? Wait, there's a raccoon in Care yeah. Bears? Yeah. Wait. I just, yeah. It's like the cute little huh. raccoon guy. I don't know. Um, yeah. And then we already talked about Burl Ives, who is Sam the Snowman. Um Fun fact about uh, Burl Ives, other than being related to Rick, um, <laughs> he... I mean, that's the funnest it is, fact. It is. Um, he dropped out of college and traveled around the country collecting folk songs and then became famous for singing them on the radio. And wow. he uh, recorded over 30 albums and over 30 movies 
and he helped develop um, his character on Cat on a Hot Tin Roof for both the stage and then later on uh, the movie. That's so. just like legendary life choices, like yeah. like my- like a mythic character. Like I'm just mm-hmm. gonna be the the folklore Johnny Appleseed roaming around the countryside, gathering stories and being famous for it. Like holy shit! Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Back it's in one of those things where early as you could do that. <laughs> yes, it's one of those things like uh-huh. early enough in time. I listen to a lot of like the dollop, like the history podcast, you know, like, and they're like, how simple are these scams or grifts? But it's like, but they were the first person to do it, so it's like you're like shifting the paradigms like that's just so simple and straightforward it seems so easy to us now to think of but yeah oh are you are you calling rick's rick's great 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 cousin a a scammer no i'm sorry no even if he was his voice carried that's the most common (laughs) yeah that's the most common um like example of that i feel like in the show in history is somebody is like doing a scammer grift bro not that bro is doing that and also i'd argue doesn't matter because he's all voice yeah, acting. To your point. It's just a scam. Well, then, no, that's what I'm saying. Like his singing and like because we just talked about with other Christmas songs. A lot of people sing the same song. We all gravitate to certain versions of the same song because mm. they sound better to us. So if he yeah. is creating versions of these songs that sounded awesome, go go Burl, go Burl, or go home. <laughs> <laughs> and then it, the rest of the cast is kind of. Just Rankin and Bass, guys. We got Larry D. Oh. That's his whole name, who plays Yukon Cornelius. Paul Souls as Hermy. Uh, he also went on to play Peter Parker on the Spider-Man animated TV show. Kind of funny. Oh wow! Um, and then Stan Francis as Santa Claus. So, not too many notable mm. people, but uh. This film was made by Rankin and Bass, who um, you basically know from all of these stop motion Christmas specials. This one was the first, and then they just like kept making them because they were just so cute and popular. Um, they are they are mm-hmm. noted for uh, their animation technology and magic, uh, which is Ooh. basically just stop motion with puppets. Um, <laughs> which oh interesting yeah which is kind of crazy i'm i think they really just popularized this technique because they were the first one to do it with such commercial success um but like gumby had already been doing it um and, and a couple others so it's just funny to see that they had their own term for it animagic um all of their animation was done in Tokyo, Japan. And oh. yeah, which I didn't wow. know, which is kind of crazy. So these, you know, as if stop motion animation wasn't hard enough, they had to have people who were not native English speakers animating it. And uh, for those of you who don't know, stop motion animation originally started on film, which meant you wouldn't know what your scene looked like <laughs> until you got it developed like weeks later. Wow. Because so, it took you yeah. weeks to shoot the oh, scene. Yes, it took, yeah, it took you weeks. So for uh, kind of perspective, a modern day animator working stop motion will get anywhere from 10 to like 
30 frames a day currently with technology. That's feature film animation. Um, 10 to 30. I mean, 30 does sound like a good amount. 10 sounds very low. It's even 30 is a second a day. Yeah. When they're animating the character or multiple characters at a time. Yeah. I'm just thinking about like setting up each shot and like. 30 um, for animation could be up to two seconds because we shoot on. Oh, because it's 12 frames. Not always, but sometimes. Um, And then like on Robot Chicken, if we're in a real big crunch, sometimes our animators could do up to like 10 seconds a day. But that's real choppy animation, real low budget. So I'm sure this is going to look as smooth as butter. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's a good joke for uh spoilers it's not gonna look smooth as butter but that's its charm um oh okay i'll I'll try and wrap this up because it's i went real nerd tastic on this uh there's a nerd magic uh i'm trying to <laughs> i tried to wrap it into the animagic but it just didn't work <laughs> it didn't work uh guys guess uh who was an animator on this you're never going to fucking guess. Oh. Rick Ives. <laughs> Walt no. Disney. Definitely wasn't me. Hayao Miyazaki. I was going to say. <gasps> Interesting. Oh, yeah. In- yeah. He was like so an cool. intern. Yeah. So he got his start on these specials. Interesting. Uh, working for Mushi and Topcraft Productions in Tokyo. And later became wow. Tui Animation. And Miyazaki went on to make his own company. So is um, this technically anime? My guess is dumb. You said it was in Japan. <laughs> I feel stupid. Don't worry. I mean, you already said they did it in Japan. No, I Which mean, you should have guessed. Disney, I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna no, leave. Disney is a good okay. guess because he was the basically the only other person doing animation. No, there was Bar- Hanna Barbera. Yeah, it was a good guess. Globally, Disney was everywhere. So I feel like you can see his influences, like like how he was influenced by this, because the characters are very like yeah. rounded, you know, like so I can see how that like maybe influenced his style in the future. Totally. Totally. I'm I'm excited to watch it knowing that. So yeah, they Rankin and Bass were one of the first American companies to outsource their animation. It's kind of interesting because at the time it was low budget. Wow. Spoiler alert, if you outsource to Japan nowadays, it, it's not low budget. <laughs> they're, not, they're not a cost saver. <laughs> now you'll be outsourcing to India instead. If you're lucky, yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're lucky. Anyway, uh so yeah, that's that's my facts. I think I'll save kind of the fun facts for after. I have a few few good ones. And yeah, there is no box office mojo information for Rudolph the Red Nose. I'm sorry. But Rick, you know, right? We you know what? I don't even think you could count what the box office was for this because it's so high. Literally everyone knows these. That's true. Like or like what the the global income is at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Who who for knows? Oh, uh fun fact. DreamWorks Animation, who I used to work for, bought the rights to all of these Rankin and Bass Christmas specials in like the oh. mid aughts. So, tangentially, wow. I kind of worked on them ish. 
Well. <laughs> totally. Yes, I buy that completely. <laughs> they ought to be redoing the credits. Yeah. Put me in. My, my thought on the way that the money worked for this, what probably happened is this was like, we'll pay you like 50 grand and it's just like a marketing thing. And then they like never got another penny for it. Like DreamWorks. No, I'm no. thinking about the like Rankin and Bass. Oh, like, oh, that's I why be... it's on TV every year. Oh, well, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> no um, royalties. Uh, I wouldn't. I mean, just like uh, what's the it's a wonderful life scenario where it went into public mm. domain. Oh, or wait, no, it wasn't public domain. It was that nobody like redid the copyright. And so the copyright expired. And so they started putting it on TV because they were, you know, they could for free. Yeah. And then it became a classic after that. I didn't know that story. Yeah. It actually wasn't popular when it first came out. It actually did terrible in the box office and everything. Like people hated the movie. <laughs> and then um, the copyright for it like expired. Like somebody just like forgot to like submit it again or something. And so it became, it went into the public domain because of that. And so all these like, TV stations were like, we need something to put on the air. And so they were like, well, whatever, this movie is in public domain now. So they literally forced us to like this film by just like so putting it I'm, on every year. What I'm hearing is if I need people to like what I have, you just have to force them just to force watch them. it. And yeah. sooner or later, it will have a huge fall. Yes. Repetition. Uh -huh. Totally. Uh-huh. Just like, uh, which we didn't. We didn't really talk about Rick, but one of the reasons we have Rick on is because Rick just made a feature film. Well, I don't know about just like a year ago. Rush. It's out now. You you can watch Rich's Rick's feature film. Um, and uh, and just like your feature film where I in order to review it, I need to watch it again. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tell uh, us. Did you guys it. want to talk about that now or you want to talk about that when we come sure. back? Oh, okay. Why so, not? No. I don't know if I interrupted your thing. Oh, no, that Sam. was the I end. Apologize. I was going to ask for predictions. Oh, good. So it's, it's perfect timing. So then go, go on, Rick. Rick, you made a feature film. Yes, thank you so much. Tell us I about think, it. I can't remember if I mentioned that to you guys last you, time I was here. I think you mentioned that it was in the works. But, uh, yeah, I had a, some time off from Marvel, and I had a script and place that I had been editing for couple features and I said, hey, I want to make this one. And they backed me on it and said, let's go for it. And it's now available for you to watch. And you can watch the it. Viewer. On, it's on Amazon for rental. It's on uh, Google Play. It's on YouTube movies. But this week, I don't know when, the, when this show airs, but as of beginning of December, it's on Tubi for free. So you can watch it for free there too. What's the title? Um, so it's called Solid Rock Trust. And it is a bank heist movie like you've never seen before. So the premise is, yes. yeah, the premise is, uh, this one single actress. Well, her character is in a single room for the whole movie and she's kind of orchestrating the whole bank heist, the, uh, whole bunch of cell phones. And she talks to each person differently. So she's got different accents <laughs> and none of them know it's her. And everything that happens at a bank heist movie is still going to happen. So cops get called and double crossings and gunfire and uh, there's some mm -hmm. romance and there's some, you know, secrets, but it all kind of plays out like a radio play and awesome. you are imagining a lot of what's happening until, well, I'm not going to give anything away, but 
there's a lot of twists and turns. Everyone's who's seen mm-hmm. it so far has been uh, real, real high on it. And uh, I hope your listeners think the same thing. Right. Yeah. You hear that, listener? Say, this movie will get you high. <laughs> 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 Go watch it. I will say I've seen it. And it's like, especially if you are a filmmaker, like I highly recommend checking it out because it's a brilliant way to do your first feature. Like, I think it's just so brilliant, Rick, that you're like, how can I make a feature film with limited resources? And I think that that's so awesome that like to have this one actress to me, it has like, um, uh, what's that Quentin Tarantino movie called? Oh no, I'm blanking on it. Pulp Uh, fiction. It has like Pulp fiction vibes, you know, where, where it's like, uh, wait, am I thinking, I think you might be thinking of reservoir dogs. I'm thinking of Reservoir Dogs. Thank you very much. That's the one that takes place after the bank heist. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. This is like, Rick's is during the bank heist, but like same idea where it's like we're in this remote location right. and it's all happening, you know, off camera, but it's done so well and it keeps you so interested. So oh, thank I definitely you. recommend checking it out. Yeah. Yeah, thank great. you. Kind great of the, twist and turn. Kind of the idea was if you could forget that you're not watching the bank heist, then we've succeeded. And <laughs> yes, I think that we achieved that. I think it's fun. And you kind of get to know all these characters based on only their voice. And then will you really care about these people that you never even see their faces? That's the question that we're asking. I think it turned out really well. I hope you guys check it out. Well, awesome. I mean, I feel like that's I'm the question to. we ask. Oh, on and this I got to talk about, I got to talk about our actress. <laughs> Will you care about us? Coco. You don't see us. I got to talk about our actress, Coco. She's so great. She does all these accents herself. Um, like before I ever met her and she speaks four languages and it's amazing Whoa. to watch her just switch like quickly between them. She hangs up one phone, picks up the other one and she's on the next one already. Oh, that's and, awesome. uh, everyone's that been was definitely really the most impressive thing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she's she's super talented for sure. She was just randomly out in in Georgia where I live last month shooting a Lifetime movie that she's the lead of. So I'm convinced that she's going to be big. That's awesome. Keep an eye out for her. Nice. Very cool. Yeah. So free on Tubi, Solid Rock Trust. Mm -hmm. Or $3.99 on Amazon Prime to rent. Just saying. Yeah, thank you. It's you been three ninety nine. It's been sort of a it's been sort of an interesting experience being on the the PR side of a movie. I don't know if you guys have done that before, but it's it's hard. It's really hard, guys. <laughs> yeah, uh, I thought making the movie yeah. would be hard, but just like trying to get it out there in so many different ways. Oh, promo for a project. Yeah, I mean, not I'm not that like. Yeah, I'm sure it's a different animal, but promo is... It's got to be the same with you on your awesome. podcast. It's got to be the same with every book that you write, every short that you do, your YouTube channels. It's like, how do I find these people? And some people seem to do it so easily. Yeah, and I'm like, what, is are the you, hardest mm-hmm. what are you doing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. It's just... We don't do a lot of marketing around this yeah. podcast. <laughs> I think it's just not how the creative brain works, you know? Like... Mm-hmm. you as a director think in like a visual language and uh-huh. like a story language but PR is very much not that like you have to understand the masses and why they like what they like and like appeal to them and sell them something like mm-hmm. it's just not an innate thing for creatives also so. a lot of people have that like m- modesty gremlin in the back of their mind they're like Nobody wants to hear about mm-hmm. your shit. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's hard to. <laughs> yeah. 
it's hard to just go out and promote yourself in general, man. Yeah. yeah. I'm running into that too myself because you think, yeah, I don't want to just sell myself because I'm not even totally s- sold on that. <laughs> I am sold on this movie. <laughs> <laughs> so give it a shot. That's what I said. Uh, awesome. I can't wait to check it out. Do we want to do final thoughts and get into sure predictions? Yeah, or final. Sorry. So everybody's seen this, right? Yes. yes. I can't. I can't. Re- this is one of those I can't remember the first time. Oh no! Because it's oh, okay. I've definitely seen it, but it's one of those where you've seen. I it. I thought you were saying you can't remember if you've seen it. <laughs> I've definitely seen it, but I couldn't tell you when or what I it's thought. Just because it's just omnipresent so- in your life. It's so ingrained in <laughs> Christmas time that, yeah, I don't even know if I've watched it all the way through since I was a little kid, but I still know so yeah. much of it. Yep. I think I'm in the same boat where, like, I remember it from my childhood. I don't know that I've seen it all the way through since I was a kid. And I don't know, like, there's specific, like, the snowman scene is very vivid in my mind, especially because I do watch Elf every year. And so that always brings up that memory. Um, And I'm sure as I watch it, like, all... I'll be like 10 seconds before things happen. I'll be like, oh, I remember this. But I couldn't tell you what like the overarching plot of the movie is. You know, like I don't really remember much. Are you also mixing it up with the other movies too? It's so Probably. hard. Yeah, wait, is this Heat Miser? No. Oh. <laughs> that's that's no. a year without a Santa Claus. Okay. So many of these oh. were just on TV loops. You never really knew which one you were coming in on. Right? Totally. Totally. Yeah. I just remember it's the it's like the jittery animation that looks like the girl from the ring, but it's not scary. Like it's not that bad. What? That you remember she's like Which moving all like the- g- 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 and that's like but that they do that in this movie. But like it's cute oh, instead they, of scary. I remember that. They're like I also remember the sound of Rudolph's nose is very unique. Oh it it's so funny oh. that you mentioned that. Yeah. It is. I don't even know how to describe it. I don't remember. Oh, it's it's just like a it's just like a low whistle. Yeah. When you hear it, you'll be like, "Oh, congested the entire movie." (laughs) (laughs) Uh Uh, Yeah, Brett, you should go next. Oh yeah. Well, if this isn't heat miser, I've seen it. I know I've seen it. There's a there's a deer in it, but. uh, There's a deer. Well, I know the song Rudolph, so yeah, I probably have. pretty close. <laughs> I've heard the song. I know the legend. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I like I said, I've seen these. I just they're they're never what we put on. So I'm like, I, it's probably been a lot of years since I've watched it. Yep. Uh, so I, I mean, I know what to expect in terms of like family friendly fun, but I'm like, I really don't know what I'm supposed to think about this as like an adult viewer. Because uh, I probably haven't seen it mm. as an adult. Yeah, that's it. That's my. I totally. I, don't know. I have to admit, I googled it and and I totally forgot that there's a yeti in this. And now I'm remembering the yeti. Oh, I forgot. I thought about that's what you were yeti. talking about the snow monster. Didn't you just mention that? No, the snowman. Oh, the snowman. Okay. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> you know your namesake. Yeah. <laughs> Pat, what do you think? Um, I think it's, I think I'm going to be really annoyed with a lot of like the grownups in it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, interesting. The authority figures. Yeah. I think, I, I think I, it's been a long time. I used to watch this 
my grandma had a VHS tape with like this and Frosty and a bunch of the classics on it. And we watched it a lot. We go visit her and I haven't seen it since then. And, um, I think I'm going to just like, not like a lot of the adult characters. I think they're going to be dicks to Rudolph and I'll get angry. <laughs> There's Aww. adult characters in this, I guess adult. Yeah. That's adult I know. Reindeer I and Santa. Santa, Santa. His parents. Okay. Um, oh, Rudolph's parents. Is that who you're saying? Interesting. Yeah, Rudolph's parents. Yeah. Well, they are. They are all mean to him, right? Yes. It's, it's gonna happen. They, they've got to be. Mm-hmm. It's in the song. <laughs> it's in the song. <laughs> That's all we know. Um. Yeah. I think this is gonna be super cute. Uh. I think it's gonna be really basic, like story. Like it's gonna be pretty straightforward. Um. But I think it's just gonna be so full of like charm and nostalgia that how could it go wrong? Yeah. All right. Well, with those predictions in the bag, we're going to pause the recording and go and watch the first Christmas anime, Rudolph (laughs) the Red-Nosed Reindeer. I'm Mr. Heat Miser. (laughs) No? Rudolph the Conforming Reindeer. Merry Christmas. (laughs) Merry Christmas. Happy holiday. That's my, I think that's my favorite modern Christmas song. song. It's very good. I thought you were going to say, is that the insane one? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. I I don't know if that would be insensitive, though. I did find out recently that, uh, I mean, I I don't claim this at all, but because my aunt did Ancestry, whatever, that. Are those bullshit though? Are those really those bullshit? I don't know. Like those. What? Wait. It told what, Rick um, is that he's a, uh, related. That I can, like those ancestry.com or 23andMe, the things where like they test your like DNA and they give you, you know. What you do um, with that information might be bullshit, Pat. Oh, yeah. Oh, the DNA ones. I think they're, I think the DNA ones are pretty accurate though. <laughs> if you're like, oh, turns out I'm half Mexican I'm or whatever, Mexican. like that'd yeah. be like, no, yeah. Pat, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> It was, yeah. Como estas, amigo? No. <laughs> you can keep that one to yourself. I can't claim that. Not on my watch. No. <laughs> no one's saying, I like that no one is trying the actual song. Which, I mean, there were multiple songs, but the didn't actual I, song. I did Rudolph. I did. Oh, well, you, yeah, that's right. You switched it up and you made yes. it. Yes. Lyrics. Everyone else knows. Are we saying I mean, I'm just going to say I was right. <laughs> I'm just saying I was right. You're right. Oh. About I what? I mean, sing. Santa's and a the, real dick in this movie. Dude, they're all assholes. <laughs> all the grown-up rangers, too, can fuck off. They literally, Don- like, the snowman literally says n- that he's non-conforming. And I was just like, oh, my God. I'm dying yeah. inside. <laughs> this couldn't possibly um, be an allegory for anything at all. Uh-huh. Are you guys uh-huh. back already then? Did oh. that count as the song? Oh, it's over. Yeah. We're, we're gone. I mean, did you have something specific you wanted to do? <laughs> yeah, because while you're singing, I was going to do something else. Go, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, he's gone. Okay. Okay, he's bye. Oh, okay. Uh-oh. <laughs> so we should sing? I'm not I'm not you sure know. if this is a bit for the podcast. Yeah. No! Oh, yeah. Merry Christmas. That's beautiful. <laughs> He's back with the Santa hat and the Christmas Rick is decked tree. Out got in you some hot cocoa decor. Wow. Oh, you got that too? I got to take a, here, I'm going to take a still oh, of this. Oh, a Star for... Wars Christmas sweater? Love a Star Wars Christmas sweater. Yo, oh, it lights up. Yeah. Festive as fuck. 
Oh my nice. god, so good. That's excellent. So there you go. Most festive guest that we've ever. I was gonna say this is controversial, but I think your outfit is more festive than my green T-shirt. <laughs> that's, so, that's so dark you can't I'm even. I'm curious tell if you've ever had a wardrobe change during your show. You know what? That was top-notch wardrobe change. That was seconds. That was he has fast. a hat. Nice. He has a sweater. He has lights on. Yeah. Seconds. We didn't cut any time. No, that was <laughs> we awesome. We don't know if Brett cut time. Well, you, we, but, you don't know that yeah. yet. Yeah. <laughs> they don't we'll have to you. know. But Brett doesn't have to. That was incredibly quick. That was impressive. Um, anyways, I interrupted you talking about how Santa was such a jerk. And I did remember huge that. Dick. Yeah. You did remember Santa that. does have a huge dick. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was just thinking about Santa's <laughs> dick But I did write that down. Like, I, I can't believe how much of a butthead he was in this to everybody. Dude, he sucks. They suck. Comic like the sucks. worst Stop. part is like yeah. when the elves are like, we wrote this song for you about our free labor. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that whole like Kim Jong Un private concert <laughs> sequence, horrifying. That was fine. I have something else to do. Goodbye. Uh, I think I had the most visceral reaction to his dad, to Donner, because that was just so. Oh, yeah, it's and so And that dad toxic. has existed so many times in real life, like with kids. I don't, they're not with like they their sons and stuff, and it's just. I get that. That's the archetype they're going for in this story. But how could Santa be on board with that, too? He's like, yes, come on. You should be ashamed of yourself. Ashamed of what? He was born this way. Vulnerability. We've really gotten away from the core of Santa. Like, this this movie is the core of Santa. Yeah. Like, how do you think the toys get made and delivered is the entire Santa society is all about like, oh, I'm coming into your Slave home. Labor. Oh, you've got a it's newborn child. <laughs> Let me see oh, yeah. if he's good enough <laughs> for my workforce. Like, make everyone else rude to Rudolph and everything, but make Santa on his side from the beginning. Right. Come on. Yeah. How do you yeah, miss for I was gonna say, sure. like, you make Santa like too busy to even like do anything to and then come out and be like, what's going on? No, we don't talk, you know, like, yeah, that's so yeah. fucked up. <laughs> I will say, as much as they were such shitheads, the one grain of the one little nugget of, of the benefit of the doubt I'm going to give them was do you think his nose made that noise in real life? Or is that first for the audience? Because if it made that noise, <laughs> it was I pretty annoying. A little bit. I'd be like, yeah. bro. Somebody told me to turn you about that noise. Yeah. It's so memorable. Yeah. What, what is that sound? Us. Is it like a know. clarinet? It's the sound of his nose getting erect. <laughs> oh, gross. It sounds like a clarinet, but then also it, sometimes it sounds digital. So I wasn't really mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm it's not sure. It sounded like one of those like really wooden trains. It, sound, or it was like feedback from like a microphone going too yeah. close to his own yeah. speaker or something Let's, like that. I was cracking Let's jokes Google that it. like everyone that got too close to Rudolph's nose was going to get like radiation sickness. Like <laughs> that that ringing is just the sound you hear before you die. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, if they Check could make Winnie year. the Pooh a horror movie, they could do it with this, too. Oh, my God. Have you seen that trailer? Blood and Honey. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. You know what? That's it. That's a good question is if Rudolph in the public domain now. Oh, it's got to be close. We just went and saw Violent Night and uh, um, crap. What's his name? Uh, uh Oh, right. Yeah. What is Hopper doesn't have Rudolph in his sleigh team as Santa. Uh, oh. And he, but he mentions Rudolph. I don't think, 
I have a controversial opinion though. Rudolph is not canon. Rudolph is what? not one of Santa's. Can- is not a canon reindeer. Right, Air. just the song is. Rudolph doesn't exist. All the, I mean, Santa's real. We all know, and he has eight reindeer. The song has the real. You know, uh, the nightmare, the night before Christmas. Yeah. Hmm. On Dasher, on Dancer, on Comet, on oh, shit. I should have had it pulled up because I don't have them all memorized. <laughs> um, but Rudolph is not canon. Rudolph is not a real not a real reindeer the others are real it's he's a bench warmer they only pull out rudolph if there's fog anywhere in the world on christmas night he's like a kicker <laughs> in football it's like he only gets respect when he has to save the day at he's the last special minute. teams that's <laughs> it <laughs> <laughs> they keep him locked in a little cage otherwise um <laughs> oh my god is this, so I, is this so, the start of veal hey <laughs> <laughs> <Do we? laughs> <laughs> Can we talk about how Peter Jackson stole a lot from this film for okay. the Lord of the Rings trilogy? Okay. Tell me about it. I wasn't going to say Lord of the Rings. I was going to say The Hobbit because they hobbited this thing up. Really? Right? No. I was going to say you there's only about in the fifty in the fi- no, but in the fifty minute runtime, only about ten of it is the song, and then the rest is just padding that they had to. Oh no, we have a Christmas special to make. What are we going to put in for the the other forty minutes? I was gonna say it sounds like it was written by an eight-year-old at times. It's like really not not well written. If you go back though and look at the Christmas stuff that was coming out at the time, so much of it feels like this. Mm. It's sort the of like 60s. random it's and that, like, trying to be trying to be, you know, interesting to what the people of the time totally. want to hear. Yeah, and yeah, it definitely doesn't yeah. hold up to modern classics like A Christmas Prince. No, you shut your mouth. Did you all watch Falling for Christmas with Lindsay Lohan? No. 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 I hear it's really good. One? It's a new one, you did. It's on Netflix, right? Have you seen Last Christmas, which literally yes. takes the song? Oh my God, the twist Katie at the end of that movie. That, Katie went and saw that in the theater. It was one of those, we just need a, a date night because mm-hmm. kids and stuff like that what's playing that th- this is the only movie that's playing at this time or something yeah and they were sitting i was like what and then i saw it coming about five minutes before it was revealed and i was like oh, oh i grab her you? arm i'm like oh and she's like what and she, i'm like nothing <laughs> and then it was revealed and she looks at me and she's like do you fucking knew i was like yeah <laughs> that twist is in- so insane. insane so bonkers it's i kind of a- don't want to spoil it no don't because- spoil don't, it because don't because now you've intrigued me Go watch yes, Last Christmas I, I want everyone to watch gold. that. And listeners, if you've seen it, I would love to tweet with you about it because no one else has seen this movie. And I'm always like, yeah. how oh is this a Christmas God, movie? It's got go an so incredible watch, cast. Amelia's go watch Emma Thompson do, cast. Go, go watch Emma Thompson do a very questionable Eastern European Michelle accent. Yeoh. <laughs> what? All right. I'm going to watch this movie and I'm going to text you. Uh, the exact time code of when I guess the plot, and you got to tell me if I beat you. Oh, of course you're okay. going to beat him because it's going to be at Deal. like we probably oh, oh, already oh, oh, gave six, you too five. much information, though. It's fine. I, f- I frequently guess the plot of everything in the first yeah. like ten minutes. Did <laughs> you like my time code certainly. that I just called out? <laughs> but I'm saying, young Cornelius is Gandalf. By the way, he f- he battles the Balrog. They fall off a cliff, and then he's like reborn oh. and comes back later. 
Nice. Except Caesar was better than Gandalf because he, re- he doesn't just kill the Balrog, he reforms the Balrog. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I like that part he when Gandalf him. comes back with the Balrog and they're best friends. <laughs> did I miss it? Did he get his teeth back? Did, did, did the dentist make him some dentures? Because that's going to pretty fucked that up. You, yanked all, you pulled all his teeth out. Uh, you guys know that's like how dentistry used to work, though, right? I got on, I've got on that super dark rant. Have I done it? Can I do it on this Christmas episode? Brett's dark fact. You ever? How many people's grandmas had no teeth? Yeah, you know why yeah, that is. A lot of people because uh, the dentist pitched that it was cheaper to pull out all of your wife's teeth than it was to do dental work over the years. So when it was time oh to do stuff, they would just pull out unnecessary teeth until they just had dentures uh, to save to save their husband's money because that was dentistry <gasps> back then. There's a whole generation wow. of grandmas with no teeth that didn't need to lose those teeth. Wow. Jesus. Dark well, fact. Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> Holy fuck. You said Dino Dark, but that is... That's Vanta Black Dark. That's... <laughs> Wait, so is there is there an alternate reality in this movie? Or not even alternate, just like the sequel is Santa's like, I'm tired of Mrs. Claus fucking telling me to eat so much food. Pull her teeth out. Does she Can have I any lines? How did he yeah. how did he gain all that weight so quickly? So quickly. <laughs> oh my he god. He drank ice cream. Magic. He was a twig, and then by the end of the night, he yeah. eighty pounds. Which <laughs> What is she making him? I don't know. Also, she's so, like, I've never seen anyone try to make someone eat food so much. So pushy. He's he's like a squirrel. He's got to stock up calories for the long flight. Where he just sits on his butt. It's all the bad elves. He just, like, swallows them whole. He unhinges his jaw. What if all the meat was, yeah, elves? Uh. Oh, so oh Santa's God. not doing the work. It's the deer, right? So, like, maybe Santa's jacket's just full of nuts or whatever he deers eat. Salt licks? I don't know. <laughs> well, then what do deers eat? I think grass. Well, deer snacks. I also don't like it. I don't like it when married couples call each other, like, Ma and Pa or something. Like, like, like he called his wife Ma and she Ma. called him Pa. I thought that was... That I, seems like I mean, like, thing. I just recently... I didn't actually watch Elf, but my friend does like a a show called A Drinking Game in LA where they table read a film and they just did Elf and they turn it into a drinking game and the audience drinks and it's super fun. And it's like, it's like, I mean, I knew, I always knew that Elf was like, you know, referencing this movie, but I didn't realize how much it's taking mm-hmm. from this movie, like to the point that the lead Elf guy is wearing uh will Farrow's costume and like the pop the like pop and ma thing like they call like will well, Farrow's he calls dad his dad pop he calls pop. his dad pop up yeah yeah but, but he's I'm calling just it saying, his dad so, you know like it feels kind of like you know it they, feels like it does a reference feel inspired again. by for sure no no, no mm-hmm. it's more than inspired by it they got sued. well that's what i'm saying they it's directly <laughs> did they really <laughs> Tell us about it. Wow. Yeah, I don't know if I'm supposed to tell. Do it. Anybody, do it. Do it. Yeah. Uh, the cost, the people that own the rights to the original Rankin and Bass at the time uh, sued because uh, the elf movie took the designs like straight out. Oh, yeah. Of, 100%. Is <laughs> that parody laud? It, no, this did not fall under parody. Um, it was a huge legal battle. I think they settled outside of mm. court, but. 
Mm. Yeah, it because they didn't um, <laughs> add any parody spin on the costume itself. Like, the characters, all of that parody. But the costume design itself is what got them in trouble. Mm. Oh. Wow. Bye, buddy. Well, the drinking game game for this movie is take a drink every time you hear a a line of Rudolph spoken as in the dialogue. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Yeah. Almost the whole song. song. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Genius. Mm Mm-hmm. I love that. That would be amazing. Um, Also, one of my favorite tiny little parts is just the fact that the sled dogs are all different types of dogs. And they're like King Charles Spaniels. They're just like <laughs> yeah. not sled dogs. It's freaking adorable. A little wiener dog. It's, it's so cute. They're also cute. not sled dogs because he's the one who pulls it every time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite part. That's what like was that the, guy's uh, name? Uh, that guy's uh, great. Yukon. Yukon. Um, Yukon Cornelius. They yeah. had the vibe. Yes. I legit. How do you forget that it just rolls off the tongue? Okay, <laughs> I didn't remember that um, he was alive at the end, and there were also points where I was thinking, "Monster turned into a good guy." And <laughs> yeah, then I legit thought that they were dead. Yeah, <laughs> what, what we got there? Yeah, they did, they jumped off the cliff and died, and then Sam, you just killed them. The Ooh, line was like, "Fire and shadow." Everyone <laughs> was a little bit sad. I guess it's time to take the women back to town. Right? <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> yes. They do the right thing oh to do would be take the women home. Uh, I was like, fucking really, man? I mean, <laughs> the woman can't handle great. this emotional moment. Yeah. Also, I like uh, the girl, the young girl deer's parents. They suck. She's like, I've met this boy once. I'm in love with him. I'm going to go off with his parents in search of him. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They uh, were in love, though. Come on. Yeah. Totally. At, at like They've the ripe old age days. of five, right? Yeah. Yeah. In dear I mean, years. Dear years, yeah. yes. They're teenagers. <laughs> I think I think in in real life they'd been like around for like a month, right? Because it didn't feel like they'd been there very long. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. It, um it it, it did kind of surprise me how how many iconic things they fit into the one hour runtime. Cause mm. you know so much of this. Like right? everything has been, yeah. The dentist, the kid, the elf who wants to be the dentist. I forgot that was. I thought that wasn't its own separate thing. I forgot the dentist elf and the misfit toys was not its own. The thing. misfit toys, yeah. Oh the, yeah, the I totally snowman. forgot about the misfit toys thing, and I totally remember that song. And like, hasn't <laughs> it? Has, hasn't it been in other things besides this? The misfit misfit song. Ooh, I don't know. I, I don't did. Know. I did look it up and saw this was the first time that idea came around yeah i just mean like i feel like other people have like i feel like i've heard the whole thing as like a full song i mean i'm sure maybe that's on those spotify playlists too i want to say that they (laughs) did like little song interstitials like on christmas morning on tv not christmas Mm. morning but like you know how they'd have like three saturdays until christmas and then instead of a commercial break they do like a song from rudolph and like Mm. Oh, I think yeah. that you have a deep-rooted memory, Ash, of hearing that over and over <laughs> again. Song. I mean, they do it like three times in the movie, so <laughs> I guess. Um, al- although I would legit be interested in a gun that shoots jelly, guys. Dude, just let me know. Dark. I will take yeah. that one. 
<laughs> jelly gun? Take it by peanut butter and jelly sandwiches to the next level. How do you think they fill jelly donuts? They probably got jelly guns. Jelly gun. They look more like cock guns, though. Hmm. Okay, not that cock. <laughs> cock? Wait, what? See? Uh, <laughs> the first time I thought she said cop, but now I'm not sure. No, I said nope. they. Nope. I said the things that fill jelly calc. donuts. She said calc. Just calc. a bunch of just a bunch of cocks shooting jelly calc. everywhere. <laughs> why are we not? Why don't we pronounce that calc? It's C A U L K. It should be calc. Because that's not fun, Pat. So, okay, so the song you're, you're was reused in Rudolph and Frosty's Christmas in July. Oh. In which Rudolph and Frosty sing it near the end. Okay. Now, is that film stop motion or hand drawn? Because Frosty is hand drawn and Rudolph is stop motion. Right. I no, think the one she's talking stop about is stop motion. motion. Mm-hmm. Okay. I believe after this one, they had a release a year or so for yeah. a while. Mm-hmm. Yep. There was one with the New Year baby, and I don't think I've seen that one. Oh no! No. And Father Time is involved, and oh, I think I have seen that one. Yeah, I think I've seen. I think I I remember images from it. Yeah. Oh, what a movie! (laughs) Sam got more. Great moral. Great moral. If you want to be accepted, be useful. (laughs) Uh, Do we want to do IMDb before I do? Ooh, hell yeah. All right. Um, I can't remember if we had LimeDB last time you were on or not, Rick. Um, I can't remember yeah, either. We? So, well, we will refresh your memory. Oh, to- I know what it is. Okay. Perfect. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm a listener of the show. He's listening to the show yes. that you, Ash. <laughs> that is That's hard true. to do. Yeah, it's a low bar. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. So, first fact. The final scene with the Misfit Toys getting new homes was added a year after the original release because the the company got a bunch of angry letters from the audience mad that they never wrapped up their storyline. <laughs> mm. I can see that. That actually... <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. The snowman's design is based on Burl Ives' actual face and the puppet was made first and used to pitch the movie to burl and get him to sign on to the project Ooh, interesting i'm looking at rick Mm -hmm. i'm like how much does rick look like this there's a couple facts in that one one of them could be false the (laughs) original puppets for the film were lost shortly after production and were not found until they turned up on an episode of antiques roadshow Oh. Oh, shit. Mm. That would be wild. Which one is the lie? That's tough. Wait, what was the first one again? Can you say it one the more time? The first one. Uh, the final scene with the misfit toys getting new homes was added after the original release because the filmmakers got angry letters from the audience, mad that they didn't wrap up their story plot. <laughs> this, is, mm. this is tough. I'm going to say number three is a lie. No way they lost. I'm gonna say number one. I'm gonna go with number one too because I just don't think anyone cared that much then. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm gonna go number two with the oh because 
That just seems like... I have no idea what Bro Lives looks like. That seems so. like a today thing. Like, you write a thing specifically for someone. Like, Montgomery Ward hired them to make this. They pro- they just grabbed a bunch of whoever's, and then they were like, we must have Bro Lives? I don't know about that. Hmm. But Our- he sang the song, so it makes sense. What is All it? right, final answers? Yes. Number two is the lie. Yeah. Oh, what? Damn it. It is wrapped in a little <laughs> bit of truth. The snowman is based off of Burl Ives' face, but Burl Ives was on the project first, and then they made the what puppet What did I tell after. you? There could have been a lie hidden in there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, some, some other facts. Uh, however, uh, the third one is a fucking fascinating story. Yeah, I want to hear about that. Um. Ooh. So, the Rudolph and the Santa puppets uh, went missing after production. Wow. They really did. They were gone. And uh, nobody knew where they were for years. And then uh, they turned up on Antiques Roadshow. And it turns out that one of the uh, production people just had them. And stored them in their attic for decades, literally Whoa. until 2006. She even let her kids play with the puppets. Oh my gosh. <laughs> from time to time. Uh, oh my God. Yeah. Wow. And uh, then it showed up on Antiques Roadshow and they're like, holy shit. <gasps> oh my God. Amazing. You can find the video if you Google it. You can find the video, and it's hilarious because the guy sitting at the table, who I'm assuming is the guy who owns the puppets, must have like a a sling on or something on his left arm. But instead of just like a normal person having that outside their shirt, he has it in. He has his arm in his shirt. <laughs> just see his shirt over it. This is so bizarre. Um. I know that those puppets tour around now. They were in Atlanta last Christmas. You could go look at them. Oh, cool. That's Speaking of number one, though, with the Misfit Toys, I noticed something. I don't know if you all did. There's a little bird that said it couldn't fly, and that's why it was a Misfit Toy. And the fucking elf threw it out of the (laughs) flying fucking sleigh. It didn't have an umbrella. Without an umbrella? Yes. It could glide down. It just couldn't fly up. I hope. They were over the All Pacific right. at that moment anyways, <laughs> so he was taking him home. He did have a fish I was thinking tail. that the whole time, like, in my head, I was like, are they really giving them to a new home, or are they just like, bye bye death to you? We're taking them to a farm upstate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> that was a good line. Also, I like that. Like that. that was you. good, Sam. That was very good. I mean, the fact that yeah. sp- we got... We're full spread out across the sport. It means you did a very good job. Um, it was very hard to write. Um, Only Brett knows when you're lying. I know. I'm well, like, friend. shit, Brett. I was like, yeah. He I saw the printout before they started. Out. That is a modern day thing. That's why I thought of it. That's why I thought it was really good because it was believable. Brett looks over. He sees two of them are, are printed and one is handwritten. It has like a little star next to it. Um, <laughs> no, a big red X across it, just to remind her. I hate, I like that the king of the misfit toys is like, you've got to tell Santa we're here. I'm like, Santa fucking knows. Santa knows you could tell here. Santa, yeah. you're a flying lion. Yeah. yeah. Come on. Also, Santa doesn't care because he's a dick. 
No, you see, the when toys the elves come here mess up a toy, because... I send them to Leprosy Island. <laughs> did, did they come over here straight from the workshop because they were wrong, or were they owned by kids who didn't like them because they were broken? I'm confused. Oh, good question. Uh, they escaped oh. the wood chipper. Wait. What? Oh, dark. For real? You said that very factually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why was that a real fact? Oh my god. Cat is legit dying over there. This little bird was stuck between the teeth of they the wood chipper. They wait until they gain sentience and then they do it. <laughs> oh my god. Dark. My oh. my working theory now is that all those toys went to the same people who get the Super Bowl t-shirts for the losing teams. Oh. Right. What are we going to do I'm with just... all these? Oh, people who would never have it anyways. Again, wild um wild implications that these elves are just creating millions of sentient creatures every year cuz the toys are alive. Oh, yeah. Wait, did this inspire Toy Story? I was going to say too. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. This movie At is least the bedrock for which Hollywood was built on. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Oh man! Wow. Well, that was fun. Uh, yeah. Should we do wrap ups or? Yeah, I don't really have any other facts. The only other one that I thought was super interesting was that the Rudolph puppet was about four inches tall. Little teeny, Aww. teeny tiny. That's way but, smaller than the puppet that we have. Yeah, but also our puppets are upright. It's honestly kind of in line, just a little on the small side. Wild. Don't you did challenge look, her stop motion <laughs> knowledge. Did, did it look like his dad's antlers were like changing shape? Like they would curl up when he was upset or something and then straighten out? I don't oh, know. Oh, cute. I, I didn't don't know. notice I didn't that. Notice that would be cool. That. No. But that's not how antlers work. So like, get it together. What you're saying is it's you were on license. horny patrol? Is that what you're I saying? I was definitely on horny patrol. <laughs> Thanks. Never not on horny patrol. You're welcome. <laughs> Did you eat Katie's cooking? That's also not how reindeer oh, no, noses work, your- but just saying. <laughs> <laughs> we were okay with that plot point. Uh, Any more trivia for us, Sam, or shall we do final? Uh, no, that was it. I don't have... I think I read most of the trivia before, so yeah. Okay. All right. Rick, do you want to lead us off? Oh, okay, sure. Um, I cannot <laughs> separate this from my nostalgic childhood, so I don't know if it's good or bad. <laughs> oh, interesting. interesting. Uh, it still feels like really warm and just kind and nice and fluffy. And there's not any, you know, there's no character development here. There's no, no. plot twists here. There's, you know, it's just a, sit down with your family and put this on in the background and no one's going to be offended except for Ash apparently. Except for women? Women? Women. Yeah. And maybe so no, anyone really, in the LGBTQ plus you know genre. I think you really have to be paying attention to that stuff. Only, only if you're a non-conforming uh, He literally says this is man's work at one point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think I'll ever pay this close attention again to this movie. Uh, it no, will always be that's on in true. the background. So, to be honest, it was eh. hard to pay this close attention to this movie as an adult. Yeah, it's I, so I feel cute. you. It wasn't even that long. The puppets are cute. The music is kind of forgettable. I didn't even yeah. remember there were this many songs. I, I forgot that it was Rudolph, a musical, and I remembered yeah. Holly Jolly Christmas, but the rest I, I didn't know. 
Um, just iconic stuff, you know, like the dentist. Always that elf who wants to be a dentist. Why? We never know. But I mean, that- I, I could see if, if, if he charges money, dude's going to be loaded. Because I'm sure the other elf teeth, te- el- mm, elf mm. teeth mm-hmm. are totally jacked up. Probably lots of, I'm sure like elf diets, as we know, are like heavily sugar based. Right. And they're, they're 600, no 700 years old. Yeah. Old. They're going to yeah. be the, pretty vile. Some of those. And he's going to, if he's charging them money, that guy's, he's going to be richer. He's going to be the richest person in the North Pole. Oh, and then he's going to buy it from Santa and kick him out. Be like, fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> so there you go. I give, this, now. I give this a recommend as part of Americana culture from the 1960s. Mm. And you can see what it was like back then. <laughs> Great. Also, I had to look it up. Uh, a Holly Jolly Christmas was indeed written for Rudolph. Oh, wow. Uh, wow. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yep. Wow. Arguably the better song. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yes. But uh, Burl Ives did re-record it and did a slower arrangement, which is the more commonly heard version. That's the one that they use in movie trailers. Oh, oh. like horror movies? <laughs> Have a Holly. Or like where like like the co- <laughs> the family comedies where everything's going wrong for the dad and Oh like- yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The you'll find enough the dentist elf is the part that I didn't remember. And I still really? have no memory of that. Yeah. Really? That's I don't know. Like I remember the misfits. I remember the elf character. I don't remember him wanting to be a dentist. That's his whole character i mean it's one dimensional and all he cares about is teeth and then at the end i was like i guess this is why he wanted to be a dentist so that he could take the teeth out of the yeti but it's just why that is such an animation person joke like i i love you animators but your sense of humor is very (laughs) punny and it kills me sometimes (laughs) Oh, boy. Yep. Oh, another right. funny thing happened during the movie. So Yukon came on screen, and Ellis was watching it with us, and he goes, Dada! Dada! <laughs> 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 That's cute. So he thought- That'd be a costume, Brett. Just dye a little red. Yeah. Oh, you gotta get, real you gotta cute. get that thick accent licking all the time. Bro. I mean, dude kind of looks <laughs> like a hipster with like, those. <laughs> yeah. You could get Cherub and Spence to like pull a sleigh for you. <laughs> Ellis would make a really good little elf. He'd be super cute. Oh, he would be really cute. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Halloween uh, costume next year. Yep. All right. Final thoughts. Um, Who wants to go? Rick, you should go first. Oh, no. Rick, Rick just went. He, he did. already went. Oh. Done. I'll go. Did you finish uh, that wine? Yeah. <laughs> serious mom brain tonight. Okay. Ellis was... did not sleep last night. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, this was interesting. It was just... It was... I don't know. I don't. I'm like. I don't know how I feel about it. It was like, yes, it's Americana. It's uh, nostalgic, and um, I don't know that I'll show it to my kids anytime soon. Though I think they get really upset with like the meanness. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think that would was surprising. My kids would just be bored until they're a little older. Mm. They'd be ready to move on. Yeah. Is that it, Pat? Is that it, Pat? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh. So. We had, uh, what, what I've been enjoying recently, uh, is, uh, probably a little bit of an unusual experience for this podcast is that we have our friends over, uh, cause they were watching Ellis while we were recording and they watched the movie with us. And I, 
I had in my mind that I think if you watched this alone or like, you know, if, if you're just sitting and watching it, like it fits my memory of all of these movies, which is they're all kind of boring, uh, but mm. th- they're cute as heck. And we had lots of commentary about the film all the way through. And you and Sarah, Sam, you were talking about the the art style and all that. And, uh, you know, like as a group watch, it was actually a ton of fun because there's a lot to talk about. And I made my, you know, evil snide jokes about the characters and all that. And everybody did a chuckle and, and it was fun. Mm-hmm. It was a good time. Uh, Ellis, Bebo did not like the film uh (laughs) i I kept trying to get him to watch it and he sit in my lap and just start like and like the songs would come on and he'd watch the songs and the second they would end he would just wriggle away because stuff had weird slow timing back then and and it's you know i don't think you could watch this by yourself and like really enjoy it but uh yeah but i had a good time with the people we were watching it a really good thought i I agree the group Mm -hmm. environment this is definitely a group environment with other festivities going on you know you put it on in the background while you're making cookies you put it on while you're drinking hot chocolate and like hanging out with your family um that adds to the enjoyment factor if you're sitting down to watch something for pure like enjoyment I would say go with Muppet Christmas Carol. Yes. Enjoyable yeah. alone or with friends. So good. It's so, <laughs> so good. I, mean, I don't think it's bad. I'm going to jump in Christmas. with my thoughts. Oh, yeah. Um, are you done? <laughs> no, yeah. No, I was just okay. like, agreeing with your Muppet Christmas Carol. <laughs> yeah, Muppet Love Christmas it. Carol. Again, it sounded so like sass. Are you done? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. Sma- I'm me no, I know. I'm uh, just teasing you, Sam. I'm just teasing you. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, the group viewing definitely makes this a better a better experience. Um watching this as an artist, like I loved looking at how they made the puppets and all of the designs. The color theory in this movie is phenomenal. Like there's a scene mm-hmm. at the end when Santa and Mrs. Claus are sitting at the table. And they made the whole table monochrome purple because their skin tones were really orange and yellowy. Mm. And so they used the complementary color to make Santa and Mrs. Claus pop. And it's just fucking beautiful. Like, it's genius. And I... I did not recognize any of this. <laughs> uh, and I just, I love looking at the, it for that. The shape and language you were mentioning. I was, yeah. Oh, sorry. What's your thoughts on the uh, settings on, on all the scenes? That, were they too simple mm, or is so, that kind of just the time period? I okay. they only do so much? I was talking with my friend who is a color designer for Warner Brothers about it. And the one thing that bothers me about it isn't the simple sets. I kind of think they're really nice because they're so well designed. Uh, but it's the skies that bother me. The flat, oh. the really oh, flat yeah. sky with the mm-hmm. light right on it. Um, I would just like it. I think it shortens it and makes it feel like a set. I would like something with a little more atmospheric perspective and some kind of variance or texture. And then like a little bit, maybe like some backlighting or something to give it some ambiance so that it doesn't just feel like 
green screen green world. Screen. It's not a green screen. They didn't really <laughs> yeah, have it. It doesn't screen. give it depth. Like it, it feels like the world stops right there, yeah. and it totally. almost like looks like paper, we're looking like in a, a shadow box. Yeah, totally. yeah, yeah, like exactly. like in a little box. Yeah, yeah. So that's my one. Totally. That's my one critique of the environment. Um, obviously, like modern stop motion sets and stuff are going to have a lot more nuance. But you have to remember that this was one of the first, and it was made for TV, so it was incredibly low budget. Um. So you kind of have to keep that in the back of your mind that this is like the pilot for all future stop motion films to prove that you mm. can do it. And it's just so fun to see the origins of this medium and like things that I learned from Kyoto Brothers, I could see in these puppets, like all of their hands are latex mm. So they're mm. built by wire and then they have like a puffy spongy foam dipped in latex around it. And then you dip the whole thing into basically balloon rubber or latex. And that's how you get oh. hands like that. Um, and like all of the puppets had those. It's so cute. And yeah, I just I really liked it for that kind of aspect. The story is really basic, but the design made up for it in my mind and mm. i loved it i just love all the shapes and like <laughs> oh the shape language like brett was reminding me um yeah just gorgeous simple shapes they didn't like throw too much detail in because the silhouette and the outline was so impeccably designed that mm. it could carry it um the eyes were just simple little beads and like but even even speaking worked. to the sparsity of the sets, it's like you don't need a forest. You got you got three perfect little trees, and that implies there's a forest. Oh, yeah, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it's just yeah. I thought the design worked really well. It was really sweet and cute, and I didn't feel like it was lacking because it was simple on purpose. So, mm. yeah, yeah, nice. Well, yeah, cool. I think I I agree with you on the design perspective. Like I've always enjoyed the the design of these characters in these films. Like it's a very unique distinct character design that like you don't, you know, these movies feel very unique and like I've never seen anything even other stop motion movies don't really feel exactly the same way um which is really cool. I I think as a movie to watch as an adult, I was like, ooh, this is a little rough. And I was definitely <laughs> pulling out my phone. It's a little hard to uh, keep my attention because, like you also said, Sam, the, the plot is very basic. And like you said, Pat, like, I don't think this really holds up to today's standards of, you know, like you said, the adults are very mean. <laughs> <laughs> and it's still like the like you said the moral of the story still feels like yeah rudolph was accepted because he was useful you totally. know like it doesn't really feel like earned really or or like they really had a change of heart it just felt like oh well now there's a need for you but i would love like as i was watching this i was just like i would love someone to take the story of rudolph and make rudolph like you know, gay or something in that vein and like tell the story, like using it as this metaphor and like actually do have the characters change in the end to like accept him. Cause I feel like it's such a metaphor 
for like the LGBTQ plus, you know, like, like a community that I could see a lot of people watching this movie in that community being like, this feels like me being marginalized and still being marginalized in the end, you know, like, Oh yeah. I totally um, see what you mean. Like they, they definitely like JK Rowling their way into this metaphor. Like, no, I didn't mean that. It's like, no, but it's there. (laughs) But it's there. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Totally. And so I'd love to see like a new modern take on that. Um, I think that would be so interesting. Uh, and, you know, there's elements of this movie that feel very dated as far as, like, how they treat women and talk about women. Um, uh, very, very 60s-esque. And the dialogue, again, felt a little, at times, like a like an eight-year-old was writing it. But the the moments that I didn't remember, so the, gosh, I still can't remember his name, the sled dog guy. Yukon. Why am I keep forgetting? Yukon Cornelius. Yukon. I loved him. He was amazing. He was probably my favorite part. And I want like an entire movie with him. And he kept reminding me of, um, is it, is it missing link? What is the like a movie with the oh, Yeti? Oh, yeah. yeah. Miss. Yes. Yeah. Like it, Big it felt foot. very much inspired by that. Maybe. Probably. Yeah. I would not be surprised. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yukon Cornelius is the best character. Absolutely. He's so cute. So like, bubbly yeah yeah i also love that like i i love and also feel terrible for anyone who's a dentist but it's like (laughs) anyone who who has a boring job in a film is a dentist and it's like in harry potter hermione's parents are dentists also you know it's like oh poor dentists it's like anyone named karen i'm so sorry for you (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah, but overall, I mean, I I thought it was an interesting thing to rewatch, but I probably will never watch it again. Um, <laughs> but I love I appreciate the art that went behind it, not so much the storytelling. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, cool. Totally. Well, that was Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. So glad we watched it, Rick. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me back again. Yeah, uh, we- it's been a pleasure. Would you like to tell the listeners uh, where they could find you online, what projects they should check out, or your anything movie. else? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, so one more time, I'll tell you, the Solid Rock Trust is the movie that I just released. And then you can find, I mean, if you Google that, you'll find it. But it's on Tubi, it's on Amazon, it's on YouTube and Google Play. And we're on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, all, that, all those places. Awesome. Yeah, it's got a 9.5 on IMDb, guys. Just Ooh. saying. Rick isn't bragging, yeah. but I'll brag for him. Notoriously harsh rating system, IMDb. 9.5 is real good. Mm-hmm. I couldn't tell. That ended very genuine, Brett. But when you started that sentence, I thought. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just think I was just thinking back, like everything I see, no. even movies I love, it's like 7.2. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 I don't know why we're both coming across as like sarcastic or snarky. I think it's just the lack of sleep this week. I'm I sorry, yeah. guys. Brett's 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 comp statement ended very genuine. I'll say, but like he started the sentence. It started, like, yeah, yeah. Where can I find you guys? So we are also on Twitter. We're at Let's Rewatch, where we do things like movie polls, which we haven't done in a while. Or if we are the guests choose the movie, I tweet a still from the movie, which I thought I was going to trick everyone with this one. 
uh, to guess the movie, I tweeted from the beginning. You know the beginning when it's the like live, live action? action? Yeah. Yes. I tweeted that and good old Maynard Brewer got it. Nice. Great job, Maynard. Dude, impressive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know, right? Because that and then, came uh, on and our friends were like, what? You're not watching the animated Rudolph? And we're like, no, we are. <laughs> yeah. Because nobody starts- sits down and watches this, I'm telling you. It's just no. on in the background yeah. and you just know like, the, sure. the parts of it. Yeah, we're the only 100%. people who have ever intentionally hit play. Yeah. Since the time it sure. first aired. <laughs> and uh, my short film, The Roundtable, got into the Cambria Film Festival, which is happening in February. So if you are in around the Cambria, California area and you want to see my film, you can go to that and I will be there at the screening. As, yeah. as so will uh, Brittany Joyner, the actress. How fun. So there you go. Yeah, I've I've watched uh, the roundtable, everyone, by the way, and you should check it out because it's hilarious. And it's one of those where one character, one person's playing all the parts, but you so quickly forget that's what's happening. (laughs) Yes. As as I think I've told on the story on this podcast before, it was Brittany was nominated for best ensemble once. Well, you know, it's (laughs) the costuming is so good and differentiating that like if you didn't open with that she played all the parts you might not notice yeah i guess not and then also we had um natalie lynch played her double and they actually look so alike as well that like sometimes it's hard to tell if it's natalie or if it's britney if you liked our podcast please give us a five-star review on apple podcasts or google podcasts we love your feedback and we love that you tell other people about us oh yeah have we checked patreon to see if we have any new i haven't checked the rate reviews but uh thanks to our uh patrons case and d martin g we're part of the certain pov.com network of shows Great transition. Go to, yeah, great segue. Go to, go to certainpov.com <laughs> and check out great shows like Matt Storm's CPOV autographs or United States of Women or Ooh. Another Pass or Let's Rewatch. But you're already here for Let's Rewatch, but just do, check it out just again. Just keep listening. Yeah. Why don't you check out Rick's other episode, which was Stargate? Yeah, go the Stargate. That was fun. Mm-hmm. That was a great episode. Hey, can I do a follow up question? Sure. Did anyone go watch uh, the Stargate TV show after that? Since then, oh, no. <laughs> no, long I was a long time fan was like, of the Stargate I'm ready show. To watch some of this show. We lied to I you. I love the Stargate show. <laughs> it's the, the Stargate show is so phenomenally better than the movie, and and but like it, but it's cheesy, but it's awesome. Fuck you, that movie mm. rules. That's that movie was great. That's what I'm saying. The show movie. is so good. Okay. In like a Doctor well, Who way. Like it's clearly like there's some cheese going on, but like uh, it's really right. good. It's kind of Doctor Who gets too cheesy for me sometimes. I'm sorry, internet. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. It, it just depends which doctor you're talking Ready about. Ready your tomatoes. Well, um, that's true. That's true. They're cheesy. No, Doctor Who is very cheesy. That's why you love it. I'm not it's saying not. there aren't episodes that I don't love i, I do, just i do not have sometimes. time i'm too tired i will have too many thoughts on dr who i adore okay. it. i cannot have it i cannot get sucked into this conversation <laughs> i love you bats Sorry. okay all right Bye. that's the end of the show we're gonna go join us next time uh when we watch evil bong 2 king bong oh king my god bong. Sweet.